0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we move towards Scottish Cup weekend. Celtic fans, I'm sure, will be pleased to know it's been a quiet day on the Ange Postacoglu to Leeds speculation front. David Martindale defends Livy's decision not to use VAR in their home tie at the weekend. And Kelly are desperate for a hand in return after their League Cup semi-final appearance just a few weeks ago. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have the pleasure of Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. The last 16 of the Scottish Cup just round the corner and I think there'll be some teams pretty grateful of the break in league action. Three of the bottom four in action including your side Gordon. I wonder what this weekend will hold Maybe for some of those A loss could signal Further trouble for the managers Or maybe it could kickstart their season So looking forward to it Always do Scottish Cup weekend Should be a good one Yeah I think players like the, the cup action I think it's a little bit different from the league um, It's all about getting yourself into the next draw Looking forward to see who you're going to get An exciting away trip Or is it a good home trip Keep Getting you further on the competition And hopefully get you to the cup final in May Long way to go still 01419511025 That is the number you need So why not get in touch And let the guys know what is on your mind tonight That's the usual number 01419511025 You can of course tweet us as well At Clyde SSB And a, a great start from Gordon DL tonight I must admit The Scottish Cup final in May But it's been played in June it's this June. year <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Right away <I> mean. <laughs> Honestly I was hoping you were going she, to pick him up a bit <laughs> We've set the tone at three minutes past six she, As we mean to go she on She right there I honestly can swear See when I come off of that I thought to myself Please tell me it's in May <laughs> It was always in May when I played Do you know what It's usually in May It happens to be Saturday the 3rd of June this year Just yeah. in case you want to circle it In your, your diary <laughs> Your calendar yeah, You're usually go. away in your holidays at that point We're well, off and running The first mistake of the night That's what you've got to look forward to Between now and 8 o'clock Two hours of watertight Accurate Scottish <laughs> football analysis You can't get it anywhere else So 0141 951 1025 Come on down So I feel like it's a bit more of a A blank canvas A clean slate To trot out the cliches In the, the couple of days During uh, this midweek Because it's it's been a bit quieter We mentioned it last night We don't have any midweek Premiership fixtures The transfer window's closed So maybe a chance for you To just get something uh, Off your chest The last couple of nights It's been a bit of speculation Pretty much every Celtic fan Who called in Very confident That if Leeds were to come calling Which we don't know if they would um, Ange Postacoglu's head wouldn't be turned anyway Like I said in the headlines It's been a bit of a quiet day on that front So I don't know, no news is good news if, if that's the way you look at it The man himself will do his press conference tomorrow I assume And I'm sure he'll be asked about that But anything else that's on your mind Do share it with us right now 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB It could be the Scottish Cup this weekend Of course it's it's early, it's Thursday But we do have one of those ties uh, tomorrow between Hamilton and Hearts uh, What about that old VAR scenario? We're going to hear from David Martindale very soon Only the Celtic and Rangers games this weekend They're the only ties that will have VAR Does that trouble you? Does that bother you? Do you understand it? 
Does it cause you concern that those are the only two ties and all the other ties won't have it? Do you think that makes things a bit uneven, unequal, not a great look? Or is it perfectly understandable? Do let us know. 01419511025. Another than that, you two might need to just come up with something to talk about. I'll tell you what, are we at the stage of talking about the European Super League? Did you read that today? I did. I I mean, I don't think, I don't know for that desperate, Mm. but ask me again in 20 minutes' time. Or something now. I don't even know what that would look like, but you know, as soon as this rears its head, I think Celtic and Rangers fans, their ears always prick up and think, "Well, are we getting a slice of that?" I, 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 I like this guy's ambition. I did say it was a bit quieter; it's mm-hmm. a chance for a clean slate, but and he's he's just gone straight in. I've, yeah. I've got no real desire to discuss the European. Never did. I know Daz is well up in it because yeah, I, I sat and studied it today in Sky Sports. Um, Where's it played? I don't think all over which I, continent. I don't think there's a um, a lot of um, encouragement for it so far. Uh, I listened to the English managers Brendan Rodgers, i.e., um, Cooper <laughs> of Nottingham Forest, talking about it. Mm. So there's not a lot of encouragement, but eighty teams, Rangers and Celtic, would definitely be involved in those. <laughs> oh, I, teams. Honestly, I, I shouldn't have asked. I don't. Ca- I I'm not, I don't care yet. On, I don't think we should discuss that. No, me. but what we should discuss? Have you it? ever have you ever heard someone use the term "ie" but use it after? <laughs> Brendan Rogers, <laughs> I.E. <laughs> supposed to say it before. Yeah. That's what I took for that full spiel there you just gave. Oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. I.E. These two have gone <laughs> gone in early on the nonsense. So if you can oh. spare me, uh, please do. That, that that would be nice. So the idea being, you come on, you raise a point, and therefore I don't need to allow these two artistic license. <laughs> So um, that that would be desirable I must admit So like I say It's up to you You could look forward To the Scottish Cup Don't know if that is um, Tickling your fancy In terms of the, the football matches themselves There is that bit of VAR intrigue We'll hear from David Martindale uh, Anything else I do feel like We've maybe Kicked the backside Out of Ange Postacoglu And Leeds mm. For the time being Maybe that rears its head Again tomorrow Once he has his say But again If you disagree You can pick up that phone uh, and let us know The second hour tonight We could start looking ahead We'll get a former teammate of yours Coming on the show John mm. Rankin To talk about Hamilton Can I wait Against Hearts yep. tomorrow You Can't sounded wait. quite sarcastic there Did you Oh no no I was genuinely mean that John's Is he born? John no 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 You'll enjoy John oh, Great lad Doing a but good myself, job by the way Leaves from the front as a manager A coach very fit um, <laughs> In my heyday I didn't drink a lot of Pepsi either Or, or McDonald's I'm delighted that he's coming on By the way I said about three, four weeks ago, I watched Hamilton, and we'll ask John about this tonight. They've got a lot of good young players, don't ask me to name too many, um, and they've turned the corner, last few results. Mm, yep. Dundee, Partick, uh, Ross County, um, obviously big Martins team the other night there, so they're mm. doing okay there. Look, don't fancy them to win tomorrow, but I think it'll be a good game. That TV of yours is unbelievable You've been watching Hamilton Ackies As well as every other team out there I need to get myself one yeah. of these I must admit uh, You spend so a few quid don't you in club TV Just get a Toshiba It breaks up 01419511025 Come on down and let us know what is on your mind tonight Let's hear a bit from David Martindale then Because we're looking forward to the, the Scottish Cup And I know everyone likes to get all uptight about VAR uh, anyway, so David Martindale's explained why they've decided against using VAR in the Scottish Cup this weekend Because it's not worth the cost However, he does feel the teething problems in general are, are starting to iron out So to confirm that, of all the t- cup ties, Livy are at home, they play in Verness 
There's only VAR at Celtic St Mirren and Rangers Partick Thistle this weekend. With the fan base both clubs have got, I don't see the point in putting a game of football on that's going to cost you money. So we're in the business to try to make the club sustainable, not losing money. And by probably using the VAR on this occasion, it's going to cost us money. So it's something we can't do. Couldn't care if it was £10,000 or £1,000. It's going to cost us money that we, we don't have to spend. And remember, that money probably comes out the pot that both teams split. So it's probably a wee bit unfair in Inverness as well, I think. We're both trying to maximise our revenue into both clubs. So... We'll go be old-fashioned refereeing on Saturday. And me, and me shouting at fourth officials. VAR or no VAR, I'm no too fast. VAR's got better as the seasons went, went on. I think now we're looking at the handball decisions. I think we're getting a lot more of them correct than what we were at the start of the season. So the teething problems are getting ironed out slowly, but they're getting ironed out. So I'm quite happy with VAR. 0141-951-1025. That's the number Andy dialed tonight. What's your take on this, Andy? Listen, I just had, I was going to ask you. I was going to say if you have better knowledge, but then I remember the smart and God on the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> Andy. you know, I love you, uh, Listen, as for me, right, whether or not for the Scottish Cup is VAR necessary, and is it a rule or a requirement? Because if it's not required, then why use it at all for that competition? I'm thinking, right, Monday night, Darvel against Falkirk, Darvel scored a goal in the last minute to. To score, uh, get given offside. Turns out later on that it would have been onside because of VAR. With the travel through the most historic occasion in their history, but uh, they're not get the same. Uh, they not get the same uh, opportunities as Celtic and Rangers will have this weekend. So I'm just thinking, if VAR if is not necessary, then why not leave it until the rounds that every team can have it? Maybe leave it to the semi-final and final. I don't know of the rules, but I don't know if you guys do. We have had that in, in previous seasons where you know something only comes in from a, a semi-final stage. Um, I suppose the question back, Andy, would be you know if you've got it and, and it's available, why would you not just use it? I mean, David Martindale's take on it is: look, it's going to cost living money. That money would also be split with Inverness because you, you split things uh, in the Scottish Cup. They're a Championship club, so they're both happy to just sort of. Go without it Does that mean Every game should go without it Or If it like Celtic and Rangers The infrastructure's in place Those games are on uh, TV anyway what, Why would you not use it? Oh, well Gordon uh, To be fair Celtic are playing Samarin on Saturday night And I'm pretty sure They could maybe uh, Go without Getting uh, their cut up But you know what Just in general terms See if your VAR was the best In Europe And 95% of calls were, were right Then you can make an argument That you're bringing in For the two particular games Because is the fairest system And everybody knows That it works <laughs> I, don't, I don't know If that's the case though um, I'm not sure That's that's ever going to Come into the thinking But I can see both sides Of it Right I can see where the David Martindale's Coming from But mm-hmm. We shout it for that They come in To help improve the game And make it better Yes it's had It's teething problems Handball I.e um, But if you're gonna if you're going to shout for it to bring it in and use it, then I think you want to use it in the competition. Yeah, and I think to answer Andy's question, my understanding is if it's a if it's at a premiership ground, so you know, and it's on TV, it is mandatory to, to use. Um and worth bearing in mind, Andy's point, which is is fine, Andy wasn't pretending to know pretending to know everything about it, about you know, 
Well are the costs not coming out Of Celtic and St Mirren's pot The same way Livy and Verness But Celtic St Mirren's on TV So they're getting extra TV revenue That Livy and Inverness yeah. Are not getting Livy and Inverness Just get to split the gate receipts really So Can you understand it, it, Obviously And this is a real obvious point The infrastructure's already there At the Premiership grounds anyway So that's why the only one The only two games Sorry that would sort of I don't know Cause a debate If you like Would be Dundee United Against Kilmarnock And Livy against Inverness Because the cameras are there The infrastructure is there But the clubs Understandably Perhaps Have said Well it's an extra cost to us And we're okay to go without it Yeah I I can totally understand that From club's point of view um, Because You know After a couple of hard years Through Covid Clubs are scraping about Trying to Cut corners left, right and centre The last thing that they need is to be told You've got to foot this cost When the cup competitions are extra income for them It's quite often where they get their biggest crowds And you know they advertise things a wee bit differently For that extra bit of excitement So I can understand that um, And I can understand why The the kind of rules there That's that premiership ground Then you know go ahead and use it But I just think it should have been taken out the equation I've made my point in this before At the start of the competition I think it would have been much easier To say VAR isn't included in any of the, the opening rounds Until we get mm-hmm. to the semi-final stage Where it's a much more controlled environment Well at that stage the Scottish FA Pick up the tab yeah, for it at, there you at, go. That, at that stage And it's at Hamden Both semi-finals will mm-hmm. be at Hamden So there is no Dubai yeah. over that I think it would have been a lot easier It's funny because I I get that Gordon I I wouldn't disagree with that as such Mm -hmm. But I've also got this Doomsday scenario right Where it's quarter final stage Celtic are at home to Rangers Or Rangers are at home to Celtic We've just decided to switch VAR off for the afternoon And there is a blatant offside That doesn't get called Blah 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 Everyone's reaction would be Scottish football is a joke Can't believe we had VAR And didn't use it Now Let me caveat that It's probably an Extreme example Because that game would be on TV Right So I, I do accept that But that's the type of logic That that you're getting at Mark And I, I understand it But I just wonder if That's us doing that thing we do Where we, we pretend we would be okay with something And then in reality We actually wouldn't be yeah, There would be arguments If something like that happened But what you couldn't argue was would everybody would know from the start of the competition that was happening? You weren't just springing this on Celtic mm. Rangers the game before when they're pulled out or when the decision was made. By the way, we didn't tell you, we switched the VAR <laughs> off. Everybody knew before the game, and I think David Martindale might allude to it. I don't know if you've got other clips, but he said, We've survived a long time without VAR. So it's not as if you're springing this on Celtic Rangers fans and going, By the way, new rules, we're going with an old fashioned referee. It just wouldn't be a problem But the clarity Same with FA Cup We're not alone with us It's the exact same with FA Cup Yeah And I've heard plenty of managers say the same Plenty of pundits down south as well It's it, just a weird thing That some grounds in the same competition mm-hmm. Have it and some don't I suppose it's problems versus solutions Gordon The footballing world Is in its infancy of introducing VAR So as Mark says If it's the FA Cup I must admit I'm not across The way these yeah. things work In the Coppa <clears throat> del Rey Or the Coppa Italia Or whatever I would assume though it, it would be something similar In the sense that Not everybody has VAR And you're going to need to try And find a Find balance a, The best case scenario Rather than something That pleases everyone Yeah um, I think because Livingston's Inverness 
I think you leave yourself a bit open. Mark's right. I think you've got to set the ground rules out very early in the competition. You abide by mm. the rules. Well, they are, they are though. It's just that you disagree with them. Well, they right. are set out. Yeah, no, but, no, this hasn't been announced but, today. What, happen, what happens if Livingston then say we want to use VR and Inverness were against it? Who, who gets to decide and vote in that? I think the, yeah, the, the clubs club, would need to agree it's on it because it comes out, the, comes out the cost. The clubs, the clubs would agree. So Livy, Livy would lose out then because I wasn't unanimous. They want it and Vernes are saying no. Well, can I come to a decision? Again, sure again, no, I'm it. not sure how that really changes the scenario. Where, where, that I, we're do, in where I do see the logic and, and I hear David Martindale loud and clear saying... And Mark, Mark made a great point. These clubs have been suffering for years. With obviously COVID was a big, made a big impact in the finances and everything. And you're trying to get the best players. You're trying to do the best for the club. You're trying to get as much money as possible into the club. So when you sit back and if you're a Livingston Inverness, it makes it makes yeah. sense, Gordon. It's hard to argue with. Uh, thank you, Andy, for kicking us off. What about David and Barhead? What's your take on it? Well, how's doing, Good, good, good. Uh, no, my point is, I mean, Mandel was quick enough to say that we've done with the VAR for hundreds of years in the Fitbit games. We've done with the plastic Fitbit pitches for hundreds of years as well. Is he going to change his Fitbit pitch to grass? But, I mean, I wonder, I mean, VAR's there to help Fitbit in a Scottish tournament. Well, the SFA, in my opinion, should be paying for the VAR. But I didn't know a club could have the choice to have it or no. So when Rangers are playing in the weekend, can they turn around and say we don't want the uh... no because it's on TV. No, but why is it one rule for another? It's like you said earlier on, it should be stated at the start of the season. It, it, it is though. This is the thing that I don't have to agree with it. But what we should be very clear about tonight: this is not a new announcement. When VAR was. Rolled out in Scottish football We knew this would be the case yep. So there's, there's two different things You can complain about it And you can not like the look of it Yeah but My it, my argument was that I, I totally understand That it was set out It was you set to, out differently Yeah To yeah, what you would that, like this is, this is what's happening Semi-final stage We are all in with VR Until that stage It's the good old-fashioned Scottish Cup That me and Daz used to play in And I must Get on with it. I get I mean David's saying Something that the, the, I'm not sure how relevant Livy's plastic pitch is I know it's, an, it's a stick That's used to beat them with At times but, but, I don't know what that but, What we do about that But you've got to say On the pitch David Martindale's consistent Because the reason Livingston's got a pitch Is to save them money Because obviously They train there um, it's, it's their training base as well They don't have to pay For facilities uh, Which c- cuts into the cost Of some clubs So as much as Yeah I, I'm not a great fan Of the, the AstroTurf pitches I'd have hated to play on them uh, I have but I'd hate to play them mm-hmm. Every sing- second week If I played with Livingston Or a Kamarna But they're there For a reason For clubs to try And generate And save money And I, I, David Martindale's Just trying to He's trying to sort of calm it down, Mark, to just remind people that the comment about the referees, we've only had VAR for a couple of months, so like, let's not worry a great deal. In fact, an Inverness don't have it. You know, they, they've they've not had it in the yeah, championship, so um, it's not this it's not this absolute alien concept that they're <laughs> going to have to just play a, a football no, match that, refereed by a guy that's on the pitch. Aye, that's a good point, David Martindale makes because because so much has happened in that short space of time. We think we've had that for ages, yeah. but no, you know. It's just come back to the start of the season It kind of, remi- kind of reminds me that If the day comes when Well we got it very briefly didn't we In the one of the semi-finals But if the day comes when it goes Go down on. You know for a for a 
Oh, the VR goes down a morning. period of time, and under- what do we do? Partly understandably, <laughs> yeah. the reaction will be mega, but at the same time, we'll just let the referee ref the game. That's what you do, and it's, it's not it's, abnormal. It's what, we've all, what we've always done, and but what when, a lot of people are shouting for. Anyway, good fun. Thank you, David. I don't know if we can get them to change the pitch for you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five, and keep the calls coming, please. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. Gordon, what are your thoughts on the way the show's been going so far? Excellent. Um, I think say that again, sorry. Excellent. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> what what colour of skittle did you get there? I just wanted packet. to put him on the spot there just... because I saw him wolf into a mouthful of skittles just before. The break ended Did He's that seem like a wise Broadcasting that, decision to no, you? No it was a little bit of a stitch up I seen what you actually achieved there You waited You waited and handed me them Knowing that the temptation Was too great <laughs> Is it stuck in your molar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tongue just now <laughs> Could you ask the producer To go and get a toothpick? 01419511025 Whilst T cleans his teeth The thought uh, Make you shudder uh, You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB uh, To give us your Your thoughts did I expect when we woke up this morning to be debating David Martindale's comments on VAR use in the Scottish Cup? No, not necessarily. But that is the beauty of Clyde One Super Scoreboard. You just never know where it's going to take you. So let's get the thoughts of Paul, who's on the line. Hi, Paul. Hi, Gordon. Hi, um, Gordon and uh, Mark. You've got there. So I'm getting the names here on my head. Listen, don't you worry. Um, they're, they're not that memorable anyway. What's your point tonight? Uh, no, sorry. I've got two points. I've got one about the VAR and I've got one about Queen's Park, which is an interesting one. So, where do you want me to start? Well, VAR makes sense to me. Right. Um, so, VAR, a pretty simple one. As a Rangers fan, um, all I heard for the last few years back was sporting integrity. Um, and it was all over Scottish football plastered about. No, that's that we had their sporting integrity in the game. So, now we've got VAR in place, and you probably know where I'm going with this. But. I think it's the same maybe with the English League as well, that the, the cup games, some grounds are having it, some grounds aren't. Yep. So my point is that, is that not going against sporting integrity in the sense that some decisions are going to go for you? It, well, look at Darfo, for instance, with Aberdeen. Um, it couldn't go back um, and check that, and they lost out on it. So I don't see the sporting integrity in that. And would it not make sense to be solution-focused that you would have had VAR maybe the semi-final at Hamden for both of those games and then the final at Hamden and that way it would have been fair for all teams participating in the cup um, unlike that you've got some teams with it and some teams against it yeah. again if I go back to sporting integrity why did we bother with sporting integrity and why did we have to go through that whole fiasco having that debate when we've just basically thrown sporting integrity out the window with that decision well I do think for everyone's sanity Paul let's not conflate two entirely different scenarios right we do our best in the west of Scotland to link everything to, to that period in time that you're talking about I don't think it's got anything to do with VAR even if you want to use a fancy term like sporting integrity um, or not does it go against sporting integrity to only have this Scenario that we've got Even though Paul acknowledges That it's It's kind of commonplace In most countries That have a, a national cup competition Do they also worry about that or The way we do Or is that a Scottish thing what, What's the, the thoughts Yeah I'm not particularly worried about it And I, I, I look at it as in If Livingston We're talking about Livingston Livingston and Inverness Agree on it Then 
that's not a problem to me. I would just like the the bar to mm-hmm. be set and the fact that do we have it? No, we don't. We don't have it until the semi final or the final. You highlighted it could be a quarter final. That'll be televised. Of course, you're going to have it in that. But teams have agreed because they've looked at the financial side of well, and I can totally agree with that. I really can because if you're putting a lot of money out there for VR and it's it's biting into your profits, then you've got you've got a duty to look after your club, and that's all David mm. Barndale's doing here. Paul, you mentioned being solutions focused, and your solution would be to just have it at semi final and onward stage, which is what we had last season, as you, I'm sure you remember when your team went on to win uh, the Scottish Cup. I suppose the only thing about that then would we would we not have a scenario where a team gets to the semi-final because of a perceived fortuitous decision in the, the previous rounds and then people say oh you know if, if we had just used VAR earlier they you know they wouldn't have been in the the semi-final anyway you know would it, would it actually fix anything well I'm just trying to I think I'm trying to think of solutions that to make this something maybe out the best of what it is currently but I just think Bringing it in, and I'm not. I'm not trying to put on my blue tinted specs. I'm using that because that was rammed down throats about that whole thing in the media and everything else about that. But I don't. I'm. We all honestly with no blue tinted specs on it. It feels like a rule's been brought in, but it'll, it'll work for somebody. Not, somebody's going to get an advantage out of it. As I said, Darfo, Aberdeen potentially could have been back in that game and they lost out on it. Whereas. Rangers or Celtic or whoever could have benefited well Celtic did with the penalty of the Morton for instance Yeah. so there's an example that how's that fair it's not I don't see how that could be fair I, Offsides is I think slightly different Mark because it's meant to be black and white but I, I don't know I feel like teams are always going to be you know you could go back through the history of football and feel that teams have missed out on a trophy or relegation yeah. or promotion because of a refereeing decision and is this not just is this not the modern day version of that? Although I do take Paul's point, offsides is a a bit different. I've got no idea if this analogy works for anyone, right? But am I not right in saying that if you think about technology at other sports, there must be examples. Take Wimbledon, for instance, when it was first introduced, or maybe even now, they probably don't have Hawkeye on all the courts. No, they don't. No, right? Yes, it's only the the bigger ones. Right. They? So is that the sporting integrity? Is the is the full thing a sham, or do you just need to take it on the chin that oh. if you're on if you're on court eleven, you won't get Hawkeye, and you might lose out on a bad line call, but once you get through, you get to the semi final, you get on centre court, and you've got Hawkeye, and you might benefit. Is it that big a deal? But I think for that example, everyone knows where they're standing. You know, at the start, they know these courts have it. Outside courts, they don't. That'd be pretty much the same as the semi-finals at Hamden have it because it's a better controlled environment. But at the minute, we're in a bit of no man's land because you, you the example again you just gave there that. Uh, uh, by the way, if, I, I, don't, if someday, I don't feel that strongly about the Hawkeye um, no, analogy, no, no, right? No, but I was, it was just a just no, no, the Hawkeye example. I'm, I'm talking Chena about the court, one. Chena court one <laughs> <and> <laughs> <two>. <laughs> Deuce. But the one you just said about when we get there and somebody's saying they've been done by. You know, mm-hmm. it, it could still happen. Livy, Livy Inverness, sure. Dundee United, Kilmarnock, they could still get a decision and then get to the semi final. So we're, mm-hmm. we're in the same position, but that, but that's that's my point, right? So offs offsides aside, say there is VAR and it's a red card decision or it's a penalty decision. We've just spent the last five months saying that it doesn't get everything right. It, you know, it's still going to use that word that everybody hates. Most of it still. 
subjective. It's it's just a different. It's just an additional layer to the decision making mm. process, isn't it? Yeah. And what do you? How do we? You know, I just wonder if we're making too much of that. Uh, what of the of the sort of, of the situation? Sort of, of the sort of need for it or the. Uh, Listen, in the Scottish Cup, I, I think every competition should be fair mm-hmm. to everybody from the get go, and I just don't think oh, that. That's the, of course, see when you put it when you put it like that, I suppose the, the 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 clubs, for instance, are satisfied that it's not unfair. You know, when you say yeah, it should be uh, fair, I, I would agree I, I that wonder, it should be fair. I, I wonder if this will be real real out, Gordon, from the SFA for the next Scottish Cup, and like again, we're not on. I know we're not talking about England, but the next FA Cup. I think I honestly think it's been an oversight. I think people have gave this mm. without really thinking where they are actually when we think so about you do this. Think, you do think we could have the capability to use it, but everyone switches it off, and you think that would be more more palatable and, and, until it's a controlled SFA controlled semi final yeah. where both mm. games are at the same venue under the same conditions. That that's the fairest way I can see. Unless everybody, all teams in the league, get uh, right down to the bottom, get VR. I mean, that's just not going to happen, it's is it? Never going to happen. As of we course. know, that Darvel yeah. are playing a home game. What do you do? You make you make people install it. I mean, the yeah. cost for one off would be. So in terms of solutions that massive. Paul was talking about, what's the simplest solution? Well, go ahead. Like we've played the Scottish Cup for how many years? A hundred and whatever years. Go ahead and play mm. it that way until we can use the technology on the big stage. So never even try and sort of advance slightly. You do, know, do you not think you need to put like Livingston and we we'll go back to Livingston and Inverness? There's a bit of responsibility. The two clubs have sat down and thought about this and, and probably had the same thoughts about what happens if we get a great opportunity yeah. to go through to the next round where it makes you more money. As much as we are now saying, well, Livingston and Inverness are talking about the money, and I totally agree with that. But if Livingston, for instance, or Inverness get put out with an offside decision that you look back in and think VR would have picked that up, it's actually costing them money. You know what? It's a it's a headache as well. See if you're a manager of these clubs, does it just describe something there and you're having to think of your team and you're having to think about a big cup shock and your tactics and then you have to take into consideration do I want to agree to VR? Ah, it's, it's, not, a, that's not the, that's not the, oh. it's just another headache that you don't need Livy might not be the best example of this But I was going to say That's probably not ju- It's not just just the manager's decision yeah. The club <laughs> Livy might But the club mm. would function like a, a big yeah. football club And it's not like the manager has to worry about that he, He'll certainly get a say And at, at any club Any smaller club The way it's run We know the way smaller clubs There's, there's very few staff that, Even in boardroom level At Woodfeed done It's just another headache That Clubs don't need Alright oh, take I the managers out here You're just in a really moany mood tonight <sighs> I, just, yeah. I, I just don't like um, Paul uh, I know you had a second point Take it away I um, I created a wee debate there eh? um, So basically the second one is um, Queen's Pardo If anyone's mentioned this It's a wee bit different I heard through the grapevine That um, if Queen's Park get promoted um, Which you know, it could be this year Given how well they're doing That if they come up And Lesser hands and sitting maybe with 3,000 capacity I think it's going to be when it's renovated That they'll use um, Hamden part of the Astro Stadium To host Celtic and Rangers games So that's obviously what, four games maybe Two with Rangers and two with Celtic um, And they'll host the games there So my, my question was As a Rangers fan going to an away game I, I'll benefit out of that Because you know, there'll be 50,000 fans But the question I just want to check Is 
where's the fairness? Like, I mean, I imagine the SPFL teams have to vote on that if that's the case, because Queen's Park could benefit out of the revenue for those four matches, and therefore, just at Johnson's, Hibs, Motherwell's, and whatnot. Um, as if Motherwell stay in the league, Gordon. But mm, not tell me about it. Um, so, if they benefit financially out of that, is that not open up a can of worms? Well, I don't know if you've heard anything. I think? must admit, do you know what I think? I, I, I'm not ashamed of doing. There would have been a time where I would like pretend to know, or I would scramble around, and I, I, I just don't know. I need to be honest. I could use the break to try and find out. You want my gut reaction? It would. Doesn't sound right It would sound a bit weird If Queen's Park were allowed to play at Hamden For the visits of Celtic and Rangers um, But play the other games at lesser Hamden That's just my gut But I, I could be I could be I, I don't know Surely I'm with you here Gordon Surely there's got to be some rule in place That the only reason that you can switch your home ground Is maybe because it's under construction Or Something You know Untoward There's, there's a concert happening That we've seen in years gone by So you have to Surely you can't then pick the biggest earners and say we're moving to a bigger stadium. Why? Why would everyone not just do that then? Why would everyone? Uh, Celtic Rangers coming along. I tell you what, we'll Partick Thistle, Celtic Rangers coming along. We'll go to we'll go to Hamden. Surely there must be a rule in place to stop that. If there's one man that knows the Scottish football rule book inside out, take it away, Gordon Deal. <laughs> oh, I no. had someone in the phone there. <laughs> His face was totally a picture. On. Yeah, just looking, looking at days gone past. I agree with you, two lads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even listening. You were thinking of skills in front of you. I echo the thoughts of used to. Um, mm. I, no, I, 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 Paul makes a good point. In the fact that if you're a Rangers and Celtic player uh, supporter, sorry, you'd be delighted with that because you've got to be scrambling for tickets, but. I don't think that'd be allowed to happen I'll try and find out during the break Paul how does that sound And I'll do my best to provide some sort of answer And if not then I might need to get to the stage Where I make it up next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Paul and Crookston fairly put us in the spot didn't he? Mm. Asking that question about... I think I've found something right Just to answer Paul's point So I have gone to page 90 of the SPFL's rule book That sounds boring already <laughs> I can't believe I read 89 pages before getting to, to this point And it says each club must subject uh, Must register or be deemed to have registered its ground with the secretary um, Immediately preceding each season No club shall play its home matches at any other ground Other than its registered ground Without first obtaining the written approval of the board that oh, answer your question? Mm, I can see what Queen's Park are going right to do here. The board. They're right just going to say Hamden And not specify Just which side of the car park you park play Which park it is Nah, surely not Can we deal with this I another day? Pole, I think, yeah You've got This has given me a, a headache I think on day two of doing this job I realise that you just can't have all the answers all the time I mean you can try And then someone like Paul comes along And just bursts your bubble Tell me phone in a night when there's some <laughs> And <laughs> like Roger on Hannes this here. side of the desk Nah look I think that rule covers it Sort of Aye. No does that not sound that I'm happy sound, You sounded convincing yeah, I'm, I'm just reading it don't, don't blame me uh, And if I'm wrong Please point it out That's what we're here for I like to see this show as an education You teach us uh, Where we are Going wrong Let's bring in Kevin Who's an Aberdeen fan How are you Kevin? I'm good thanks yourself Yeah not bad not bad What's your point tonight? Hi Well again Going over the one of the previous callers um, Aberdeen obviously lost to To, to a, uh, a An offside goal chopped off 
uh, against Darville, which again would only have brought us level. It doesn't mean to say that we wouldn't still have been beat from Darville. Mm-hmm. Um, but am I right in thinking or saying that um, there's there's cameras at pretty much all the Scottish Cup games anyway, and you're instantly looking at replays on the TV. Is there no some way of adapting? or using the cameras and having an official at the game that can then look over it um, instead of having uh, folk in Clydesdale House uh, looking over it each each game. Is there no way of adapting that? We've yeah. got the technology, the cameras are, are at the ground. It was a, a clear error. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it the angles of the cameras? Linesman. Yeah, I think, I think the answer to that just has to be no, Mark. It kind of reminds me of even the conversations before we brought VAR in. We used to get calls along the lines of, I mean, look, why can't the ref just go over and check an iPad in the, in the dugout? And you, you've either got VAR and it's proper and it's done and it's FIFA approved or you don't. I take Kevin's point, look, there will be cameras there. But remember, um, and we're going back a few months, the minimum... That our Premiership games operate on is six, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six, six cameras. Um, so I'm not hundred percent, but there might not be six at Air against Elgin, for instance, this mm-hmm. weekend. It might be less than that. You then, it's about way more than the cameras. It's all the infrastructure. It's the stuff that feeds the communication from Somerset Park or from Starks Park to Clydesdale House. It's the whatever technology they use, as, as Gordon says. It's not only about the cameras there, the technology needs to be in place so that they're calibrated, so that they can pick up offside uh, from certain angles. Remember Rio Hatati, uh, Jota's Jota. goal for Park we anywhere. Do you yeah. want to open that can of worms? Mm-hmm. No, we just keep that back in its box. So there's a lot more than just, if there's a camera there, why don't refs go and check that camera? I, I, I think it's pretty simple. The offside one's the most blatant one to, to talk about because you don't have to remind anybody that before VR came in, See, you're doing the pub, me and Daz, we're watching. I say, that's a mile offside. He stands and says, oh, it's not. You can quite clearly see he's on say, Because you've not got the lines and the cameras aren't calibrated, we would argue all day long. So how could a referee go to see a, a monitor and go, oh, yeah, that looks offside? Technology for he's it. not offside. You know, he, he might be well onside. You need everything that goes with VAR. It's not as simple as just looking at a screen. Hello, Kev. I guess a lot of this does, as you say, that, oh, that offside decision that, Went in Darvel's favour Went against Aberdeen um, I suppose though Darvel, You know they're not a Premiership team They They couldn't have it How do you feel about the Livy situation For instance Livy and um, Dundee United Both at home this weekend And, and not using it I, I, I totally get it Finances Finances are tight um, um, yeah, I totally understand that. I, I, how much does it cost per game to run? Uh, I'm not very sure, um, but I totally get why they're why they're not using it. Um, but come come the end of the game, um, again, it, it, it's, it, it would have suited Aberdeen to have had VAR there. Uh, so again, it depends what way the wind blows and to what way the decision goes. Does it go for you? Does it go against you? If it goes for you, are you bothered? Does it go against you? Then you're obviously all well. If we'd had VAR, uh, we would still be in the, or potentially still in the competition. Yeah, and the thing is, right, this stuff is very easy after the event because I think we can all agree on that because offside's mm. meant to be black and white. We all look at that one incident and say, well, if there had been VAR at Darvel, Aberdeen would have scored a legitimate goal, and and we sort of know that. But what you don't remember is, for all we for all we know, 
There was maybe some mystery tackle in the middle of the pitch that none of us noticed at the time. But if there was VAR, would Aberdeen would have got a player sent off. I just don't know because how many times yeah. have you seen it? You've yeah. watched a game. No one's no one spots it. You know, ref doesn't see anything, or you think it's a fifty-fifty. Play goes on. So I know that after the games, we can say, oh, well, if they had VAR in that game, this team would have been the beneficiary. Yeah, on that one incident that you've cherry picked out, but. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, very, it's, very, it's very difficult yeah, to accurately reflect on it in that way Of course um, In the Aberdeen one If you're an Aberdeen fan Stands out But you're totally right VAR picks up everything Not just blatant decisions That's went against your club um, And that's why it can't just be used For one blatant incident That sticks in your head That goal Done at Darville Wouldn't it just be used for that? The referee Couldn't just use that one occasion To go over to a monitor and think I can see from the naked mm. eyes on side what about everything else not to make light of it but you should just celebrate it because if you're going to any of the Scottish Cup ties on 3 o'clock on Saturday you'll get away earlier yeah that's the yeah. way to look at it that's a great you point I mean? you don't that, need to add a, on the delays that's a positive as, lo- away earlier. as long as we don't have managers and clubs coming out after it and saying it's cost us a place in mm. the next round you've got to accept what's happening referees They've refereed the games for a long, long time um, So we've got to just put our trust in that And hopefully they get the big decisions correct But again, at that To take Mark's point slightly Is they, they, they know what they're agreeing to You know, take Dundee United, Kilmarnock They're two premiership teams They're both going in there Knowing there's no VAR You asked about that hypothetical scenario I mean, if Livy wanted it And Inverness didn't Livy could offer to pay for it You know? That's, the that's full the cost. Way. Of course they could. Right, okay. Yeah. On, on any of those I scenarios. Wonder, I see when we're talking about clubs. I wonder how the fans actually feel about it. I wonder if there is Livy fans going along going, by the way, I wouldn't like to take my chances here. I, I would actually like wow. VR. It's a great yeah. question. Could you not have asked that at two minutes yeah. past six? Oh, you put a fan poll out. Uh, that is a good question uh, because, if, well, here's my gut instinct. I'm going to have to do this because we're running out of time. I don't think. There would be many If any Livy fans out there Who would say tonight No We should give up more money We should give up money That would otherwise go to our budget And cover the costs of VAR this weekend mm. I don't think a club of Livy's size Any Many or any of the fans Would entertain that But then You get done with a decision How oh, much like is it costing you everyone, In the next round Everyone's an yeah. expert After yeah. the event Right yeah. Everyone is I don't think any Inverness fan Would think the same Are What you? about Dundee United Kelly? Exact same They've got a wee bit more money No, I, I Both th- clubs I think well Inverness, Their fans the same Inverness obviously not used to it But I think Dundee United and Kelly Would uh, Yeah it'd be different I think I'd be a different uh, scenario I think fans would Want VR Because You look at Dundee United and Kelly just now This is Producer Callum says he couldn't care less Right just, well, no just, he's, just, he's just one man No really he'd have, Thanks he'd, Cal he, Listen you'd need that sat nav to get him to uh, Tanadice Doesn't know what it is Um You've got to look at It's the most important game For a long time Because Kilmarnock Are in a real yeah. bad street Dundee So this Scottish Cup run know, Means a lot on. So the fans might I'm talking about the fans Right But They might be saying would We should Give us VAR sure, Give us VAR <laughs> But would that mindset Not only work If Based on our VAR experiences Of the last few months You were absolutely convinced Or nearly convinced That it would help you And yet no fan is Because of what we've seen, not that's not even meant to be a negative. It's just, it's just another layer of the. Do you know what I mean? What what set of fans out there would sit tonight and go? 
we've got a much better chance of VARs turned on. I, I don't know if people think that based on our experiences over the last few months. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'll withdraw that point. By my Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish football. Right, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I said it was going to be a quiet show, quiet. and for the first hour, we've um, given a real good go to why VAR is not in some of the Scottish Cup. And by the way, the people obviously want it. The call, the phone is a ringing off the hook here. <laughs> Uh, but the good news is a bit of light comic relief for a couple of minutes because Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson are generally quite hopeless at Beat the Pundit and you could topple them if you phone in before 7 o'clock 0141951-1025 and you could be playing next. Tackle the headlines 0141951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson is here Gordon DL alongside him He's finally got the skittles out of his teeth And he's raring to go For the second hour of tonight's show We have been having a good old VAR debate For what feels like the 17th time uh, In the last couple of months A bit different tonight This was around the Scottish Cup And, and whether it's used at some grounds and, and not at others and so on So if you want to add anything to that You can do If you want to change the subject Be my guest I'd love it 01419511025 And we'll speak to you after this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. What about last night's Beat the Pundit? I Seriously. didn't hear that. I got a text about it for a minute. Did mate. you not hear either? Thanks no, for amazing. listening, both of you. Really, really <laughs> pleased that you could <laughs> share game. it with us. Good game. Let's I'll just say back the podcast. it was a history-making night on Beat the Pundit last night. <sighs> Simon game. Donnelly got a seven. And lost 8-7 eight, 8-7 seven. Eight, seven. That's, uh, that's what you call a classic We've never had a listener get an 8 before He got 8 We then asked him the Because he had heard the ninth question Because Simon got to it But we asked him one extra question He nailed that as well We made up one that he got wrong So he didn't officially get 10 What was his background then? Uh, Motherwell fan Just full of knowledge That's real students of the he's game He's certainly not watching the football though um, Has he? He's just, he's just been knocking other teams Incredible yeah. Honestly 8-7 eight, seven. Eight, seven. Simon Donnelly usually wins like 1-0 2-1 mm. or whatever He gets a 7 no, last night And still doesn't win when he was in breaking He didn't Let me just clarify <laughs> that But honestly Incredible um, Now Harry is on the line tonight Now actually Harry is a Motherwell fan as well oh, Other right. teams are available I think I'm fixing this uh, From Kirluk How's it going Harry? Yeah, it's going alright. How are you? Yeah, Harry, last night's contestant, a Motherwell fan called David and Hamilton, got eight. Do you know what you've just done, right? This is the equivalent of walking in to a karaoke bar, seeing Lewis Capaldi singing and thinking, right, I'll just go up after him and try and follow in his footsteps. That's the level you need to get to tonight. Are you capable? Well, I'll try, I'll try. Good, I like it. Um, and the reason, the reason I brought this up, this is just bizarre, shows you how his mind works. First thing he says to me, Gordon Dale, and again in the office today, he says, are you pals with Lewis Capaldi? I said, no, absolutely not. I, I never met the guy, never spoke to him. Um, and he's the fifth person that's asked me this today. 
Why, what's happening, mate? Apparently, oh, he's, he's, he's part of his PR. No, I'm not. That's guy. the thing. It's not me. He's part of his what? Yeah, Right, so this clip has surfaced on what's that Michael McIntyre program? And they like text, they send a text to like everyone's oh, phone yeah, or know, whatever. No, the one you mean. His um, phone pinged in their name. So, yeah. so apparently, then they're going, they're doing this on Lewis Capaldi. And he starts saying, "Okay, who's re- who's replying to the message?" And they say, "Oh, Gordon Duncan's replied." So everyone keeps saying to me today, if you, "Did Lewis Capaldi text you?" And no, it's not me, but he must. He's got someone on his staff, oh, I think. What did they say? PR it's his PR cover. guy. Hundred yeah. percent. So I would have said, "I." Hopefully, That's me. I start some of the checks start accidentally. <laughs> Finding their way. Well, you did notice he, he wasn't behind the desk on Saturday. Him and me, Louis. Him yeah. and me, Louis, were in the town Louis. signing the deal. Signing their GD. So apparently, his PR's got the exact same name. But I'm hoping I can be the beneficiary of, of this Quite mistake. Good. That was a really. I like that. I like that. You can see the resemblance. Uh, anyway, same size. heads it will be Mark Wilson, height, height, and tails height. it will be. Gordon DL, you should you two should be shaking after last night's beat the pundit. It's tails as well. No, let me see that. No, it was rubbish. It's let tails. me see that. Right, it's Harry. Tails, it's tails, it's tails. You ready, Harry? Time yeah, for ready. a defeat. Right, good Don't man. Panic. I will give you some clay pass, too, Gordon, pass, pass. so that you can't hear us. Thirty seconds going on the clock, Harry. Answer as many as you can, and pass if you do not know the answer. Okay. Yep. Right, let's go then. Your time starts now. Which MLS side did Jackamakis join yesterday? Atalanta. Name the first Scottish side Nacho Novo played for. Rangers. Name either team who'll compete in the SPFL Trust Trophy final next month. Wraith Rovers. Who's got more Scotland caps, Callum Davidson or Paul Hartley? Callum Davidson. Who managed Hearts when they won the Scottish Cup in 2012? Oh, yeah, pass. Name the only Scottish side Scott Booth played for. Johnson. Who, play, who wears number 9 for Celtic Kyogo They were tough by the way Harry Some of them were tough Let's bring back Gordon DL Can you hear us? Yes They're really hard tonight That's okay Really tough I think you're going to struggle I'm up for it I'm up for us okay, ready? Scottish Cup time Let's do it Which MLS side did Jackamakis join yesterday? Atlanta Name the first Scottish team that Nacho Novo played for uh, Dundee Name either side who'll compete in the SPFL Trust Trophy final next month Wraith Rovers Who's got more Scotland caps, Callum Davidson or Paul Hartley? That would need to be Callum Davidson Who managed Hearts when they last won the Scottish Cup in 2012? Uh, pass Name the only Scottish side that Scott Booth played for Aberdeen Who currently wears number 9 for Celtic? Um, Kyogo mm, Harry, what's the verdict? Oh, I don't know. Give me close, give me close. I hope I, I hope I beat him. They're mm. wrapping your ball up, Harry, and they're putting it back in the cupboard. Uh, Quite unlucky. tough. Do you think you think you've done enough? I've there? done him. Yeah. See you later, Harry. Hang up. No sure about that. Time for a shortbread and okay. cup of tea. Um, Jackie Marcus went to Atlanta. What's we'll Both got that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Name the first Scottish team that Nacho Novo played for. It was Wraith Rovers. Oh, I knew it was one of the two. Did they not say he's the best striker No I'm the best striker Cody ever Well the records no. are there Look, did, um, we, did we Harry get that? He didn't stay long enough Before he got his big move Anyway Harry didn't get it So I it's one all I should have got that, that I, don't, I, I don't know what producer Callum was on today Where Wraith Rovers was the answer To more than one question And beat the pundit Things you never thought you would hear That's name, why I thought Dundee Name eight We hadn't got to the next question yet though <laughs> What was the next question? Was it not Wraith Rovers? <laughs> he so can you tell the future? Then. All right, okay, sorry. 
<laughs> he doesn't even realise the mistake nah, he's just made there. Nah, uh, name either on. team that will compete in the SPFL Trust Trophy final, Wraith Rovers or Hamilton. You both get that to each. Mm, this is good game, you Harry. both went for Callum Davidson, who's got the more Scotland caps. <laughs> I would say Callum. But it's Paul Hartley. He's got six more, 25 to 19. So still two all. The Hearts manager oh. in, won the Scottish Cup in 2012. Hold on. I can see him. That's excellent, but Zabo I need a name. No, 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 no. Paulo Sergio. Oh, that's no. not who you were imagining, no, no, is it? No, <laughs> you were thinking of Jim Jeffries. Yeah, yeah. Barry Brown. <laughs> um, Tell me, Harry never got that. He did not. The only Scottish team that Scott Booth played for Aberdeen. Harry, it was Aberdeen. Oh yes. Um, oh. Hold on. The questions aren't finished. Uh, Harry never get through all that. Harry got another question. What was the question? Who wears number nine so for is. Celtic? Oh no! It is not. Kyogo Gordon DL Was he He's number 8 It is Sead Haksabanovic Harry didn't get it oh, So he's done you Harry. Harry Hard lines Oh Harry. well Oh well Oh well That's I all you can say I told you it was time for a cup of tea in a wee Oh come on camp. You can't be You can't uh, be arrogant after three, that That was 3-2 victory That wasn't great Another though, was ball it? Back in the cupboard Saving the company money That's the kind of guy I'm a company man Wasn't great though it was a 3 you know, 2 victory. I mean, poor Simon Donnelly's listening, shouting at his radio, got a 7 last night. I bet night the questions were really easy last night. Hacks a bar, if it's a And <laughs> Novo. There's so many people out there that hate you. Why? Just want to come on and beat you. Just the way he but always what, scrapes but a win. What but about, they hate, hate his goal. Enough about that. What about <laughs> Super Scoreboard? There <laughs> <laughs> many come Don't on the Harry was one, I tell you. I was that confident I was going to say to Harry I would deliver your ball tonight If you won But That's uh, not happening No you realised You're too tight to go all the way to Kirk uh, You might you, have been a Motherwell fan Do you hear that you, Do you hear that noise Harry It's the air coming out your ball It's going back in the cupboard It's going back in the box All signed as well Unfortunate You could have got Wilson I can't believe he's given it this After a messy 3-2 <laughs> victory Bang horrible. in your dinner Harry Absolutely horrible <laughs> Stick some sauce on that 0141-951-1025 Absolute Nonsense in here uh, What have you got for us tonight then? Do you want to talk VAR or the Scottish Cup? That seems to be the theme uh, So far tonight If you want to change the subject You would be more than welcome to do so David Martindale did seem to get Everyone going I said at the start It's been a bit quiet on the Ange Postacoglu And Leeds speculation front today So maybe that's been uh, reflected in the, the lack of calls on that But if you've got something you want to get off your chest Celtic fans We are here for you So pick up that phone and let us know Now the Scottish Cup actually gets underway tomorrow You don't have to wait until Saturday An absolute cracker in Hamilton Between Hamilton Ackies and Hearts I'm pleased to say Hamilton Ackies boss John Rankin Joins us on the show at the moment How's it going John? I'm good thanks Gordon yourself. Would, would you have done better than Gordon DL at Beat the Pundit That was the first question I have for you I've never heard, heard the questions But thank God you never put me on for them <laughs> <laughs> He was ignoring his phone until 5 past 7 Just in case we uh, in, case we, st- in case we stitched him up uh, You must be looking forward to tomorrow though John That's a, a great cup tie to get us up and running this weekend isn't it? Yeah I'm really looking forward to tomorrow uh, It's a great occasion for our, our players to go and to go and play against one of the country's top teams. So, really looking forward to it. Uh, obviously, the preparation this week's been slightly different. We played uh, extra time in, in Tuesday night, but I'm really looking forward to the game tomorrow night. How difficult is that, you know, to have that extra game that, you know, the Hearts haven't had to start with and then for it to go the distance against our old pal Marvin Bartley? Yeah, it's, 
it, obviously it was a slight distraction through the week, but it's probably a good distraction to have the opportunity to get into a cup final. But it's not one I'm going to complain about, Gordon, because look at Hearts earlier on the season. Yeah, they're playing in the in Europe on a Thursday night, but it's the same turnaround in time wise for from the Thursday night to the to the Sunday to play games. So we just need to go on with it. Uh, and as I said, my players are really excited about the game tomorrow night. How do you sum up the the belief levels, or where do you get that from? Because if you were to come back your holidays after a couple of months, look at league tables, you see third in the Premiership against bottom of the Championship. You, you may be only given one team the nod, but that doesn't that doesn't give credit to the run that you've been on. You know, you look at the six games; it's five wins across a couple of different competitions, um, unbeaten in that time. So. Is there a lot more belief in the, the group than the league table would suggest? Yeah, there's a lot, a lot more belief in the group just now. Uh, obviously, we've got momentum on our side. On our side. Um, in the last six games, as you say, we're undefeated. The, the January transfer window came at the right time for us. We could go and strengthen it and bring new faces in and, and new players, and they've certainly helped uh, helped with that. They've brought a confidence and a change in mentality. So, uh, with that confidence and mentality brings the togetherness that's within the group just now and, and with the togetherness we're, we're building momentum so hopefully we can continue that um, and we know how difficult it's going to be tomorrow against I've, I've seen Hearts the last two games have played and it's been they've been very impressive so uh, it'll be a difficult night for us tomorrow you sometimes hear that notion that you know if, if a team is having a, a tough league season, that the cup's some sort of distraction. That the, is there anything in that, or is this is this a great opportunity for your players? No, it's a great opportunity. We, we beat Ross County here in the last the last round, and uh, a Premier League team. It was a, a perfect opportunity for the older ones that are, that are here to, to show that they can still compete at that, that level, but also the, the young players. We've got a lot of young players here. And, they're delighted to, to take the opportunity to test themselves against a Premier League team and again it'll be the same tomorrow night um, we know how difficult it's going to be but we'll take confidence from the game against Ross County um, and the run that we've been on recently I know pal of yours is absolutely desperate to speak to you John right. you should see him he's desperate how's he's... it going mate <laughs> I'm good mate how are you oh, all good, good all good, good listen, mate, you we yeah. go way he's back. supposed to be your only pal in this uh, world listen to the way he's right, right, tell and, the, uh, the guys about your strict regime not like Daz is with the sight him facing me. Will you will you treat yourself to the the yearly McDonald's? Have you beat Hearts? Is that your celebration? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure that goes down too well these days. I, I took the, I, I treated the staff to breakfast yesterday morning after getting through the semi final. So uh, it's not often I have a fry up, but I certainly enjoyed that. Do you have a fry up? I had a fry up. I no way. We'll see. He's hung up the boots. Where is Shell going, this guy? Well, I honestly wasn't. I wasn't bothered to fry it. It was more the fact it was hurting my wallet taking for breakfast. But <laughs> it was good. Now that does sound like gone. So this. So that was the story. As a player, John, it was one McDonald's a year. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Wow. That was a thing. See, uh, to be honest, Gordon, since I've stopped playing, I've, I've not had one. So. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> you should have seen how quick he ate it. I love that. I witnessed that one time. Incredible! Ah, what a Are you a dedicated one. athlete like that? One marriage a year, I went down. There. <laughs> 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 I can imagine. I, go down that route. Uh, I mean, you've you've obviously, John. You said you've been doing your homework. You've scouted hearts and so on. Have you got like a, a bungee cord for Ryan Fulton or whoever whoever gets the nod and goals to not give Stephen Humphreys any opportunity to score from his own half? Like you've got to admire that Gordon I've seen it last last Saturday night and I thought wow what, what ability and then I, I read up on it and it's actually his weaker foot and I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't believe he even tried it but uh, obviously Shanklin's out so it'll be an opportunity for Humphreys to play and they've got, they've got good forward players we, we know that I mean Janelli's uh, a threat in his cell so 
as I said, it's a great opportunity for our, our players to go and test themselves against a, a top side. So I'm really looking forward to it. There's a real buzz about the players this morning. Uh, they're looking forward to the game tomorrow. Interesting personal one for you as well. You know, working at Hearts not too long ago, and I'm sure you've got, you know had a, a decent working relationship with many people at the club. Yeah, I have, and it's obviously still the same staff that are there. I mean, Robbie was very good good with me uh, earlier on in the season. When we, we didn't get, come off the back of a poor result, he actually dropped me a wee text of support. So uh, he's, he's always been good with me. It's one I'm looking forward to meeting again tomorrow night. Um, and as, as I said, it's, it's, it was always enjoyable to go to, to, go to work at Hearts. I, I, I loved my job there. It was just time to move on. Does it feel like you know getting through the cup would be unbelievable for the cup? You know, you'd be through at the quarter final. You'd be getting closer to silverware and maybe another glamour tie. Is there also that thought then Because you said earlier You know it's not a distraction Even a good performance tomorrow night Could give you that extra spark That extra belief To start climbing the league table Yeah Recently we've been one game at a time uh, Just take that one game at a time Concentrate on our own result Forget about everything else That's going on, on round about us And we've done that really well um, So tomorrow again It's an opportunity for my players um, To go and play freely Go and play and express themselves Show how good they are but play with a smile on their face. Don't be anxious. Just go and enjoy yourself. Do you know what I was thinking? There's absolutely no excuse. Five minutes from your house, Hamilton Hearts. We'll, we'll shame him into it on air. We'll get Johnny leave a ticket at the door because we know you don't pay. Sure, mm. you'll get along and watch that I for us. Do you study the game? I, I said to the mark of the break. I, I think it's a game that would interest both of us to do go you, over. Do you believe that for a second? Mm. No, I can't remember him no, saying that to I, me. I don't, what time's the kickoff? 7.45 A bit late, a bit late for you, John if you can bring it forward a little bit <laughs> we'll, we'll try You can bring your dressing gown and your slippers board. Don't have seen that No one wants to witness that Sean uh, McHugh tweeted to say Tell Ranks I'll buy the McDonald's uh, If they, they win tomorrow Is there a Is the atmosphere feeling a bit better John after that, that Six game run that you've been on Yeah that Gordon The 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 atmosphere is a, a lot better. Uh, obviously, when, you, when you're losing games, it, it's never nice. But um, the players have been upbeat throughout. Always believed in what they were doing. And credit to to the boys because the last six weeks uh, they've, they've changed. The mentality's been different. They've, they've been picking up results, and, and we're on a good run. Um, albeit with, with those, out of those six games, only three of them have been in the league. So uh, we have to continue to pick up our form and that, and pick up points. But uh, the boys are really looking forward to it As I said there, There's an excitement And a belief within them So we're looking forward To the game tomorrow nah, Brilliant Enjoy it We'll let you crack on With your night It was good to catch up Thanks John Thanks Gordon Cheers guys Good luck mate Good man Mate the rest yeah, of... I was eight mates in Do you know what we need One, to one interview it's, it's, Eight mates uh, I'm getting Fifteen different people next to Posta Cogler. Fifteen different Scottish people Scottish Cup finalists Tweeting me the um... On the bench Two years in between us, memes you know the one <laughs> friend, isn't football, it? football friends, friends. Dundee United oh, friends, that's, that's cup, final friends. That's cup final friends, cup final. We've been through a lot. We used to travel together every Did single you? morning. Aye. So he was on his protein shake and his porridge oats, and you Roll had your sausage. <laughs> two rolls and sausage, <laughs> sausage. Brown sauce. put over at this burger van, <laughs> lying, <laughs> lying in the back with the head down. <laughs> love that. Love that. <laughs> was, a few that. <laughs> was it just so one McDonald's? Oh, a year? listen, incredibly fit boy. But no, I and seriously, no, what I love about him. You mentioned it there Gordon John had a quite a cushy job at Hearts you know the behind the scenes reserve job and he could have kept that but he chose to step out into the limelight and be his own man and take on a job that on the face of it is a difficult one but he's he's never wanted to shirk away for a challenge and I'm glad things have turned for him a good game that tomorrow don't know if uh, Halliday's shaking off his big 
ankle cut. How? You two were slagging him for it the weekend. Is he okay? I was he's a bit fine. concerned about. Yeah, he's, right. he's, he's a soldier, you know. He just he can't keep him down, so he'll be. What you yeah. giving him tomorrow? Involved. What minute? Um, I'm, I'm probably going to go a little bit further tomorrow. I'm going down the seventy-one mark with him. So we're trying to make a statement because yeah. of the criticism that yeah. you guys have given him yeah. this week. He'll be saying to Robbie, "Look, just another couple of minutes before I give the old badge kissing and a limp. I'm just practicing. <laughs> you pick right or left, Robbie." It's a perfect time to call I'm going to switch them off very briefly You'll be perhaps pleased to hear But we want your calls in next So let's hear from you Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's time for two titans of Scottish football To put their significant brain power together and answer the full-time teaser. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, and they will give this one a go. It's been sent in on the usual email address. I do say this every night, but it's important. We keep on top, full-time at Clyde1.com. It's just a bit of fun. For the last half hour of the show, uh, we dip in and out of it. You send the questions in, and we test the pundit's knowledge on your question. So uh, Derek sent this one in tonight. It's a, a variation on something we had earlier this week. In fact, was it not you two? What did you have on Tuesday, the top... Ten... Goal scorers that have played in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, perfect then. Right? It's a variation of that. Can you name the nine all time English Premier League goal scorers who are Scottish? So they don't have to have played here. But can you name the nine all time Scottish top English Premier Kevin League Gallagher. goal scorers? Kevin Gallagher is second on the list. Well done. Good shout. I like that. I Gary like McAllister. That. Gary McAllister is. Fourth on the list Well done <clears throat> um, Darren Fletcher No No He's one off Is he? The top nine Yeah Duncan Ferguson Yeah he's top of the list Okay mm-hmm. we'll leave it there then Duncan Ferguson Has got 68 He is top So we're looking for uh, Another six from you two And from you listening at home Just looking for more of your questions Like Derek did tonight Full time at Clyde One .com. How's this for a seamless transition Since we're talking about Scottish uh, players Have you seen this new Scotland top Wolfman's got nards Whatever that means I hope that's not some sort of private <coughs> joke That I don't get And I've just got the show in, in trouble um, I'm sure it is um, Oh no it's his YouTube channel apparently Is that a gang? He says it's the biggest horror related channel in Scotland You want to watch horror What do you mean? What, what? are you laughing at? You try to tell me you don't watch horror channels on YouTube. Um, what would that consist of? What's on, on that? I don't know. Horror films, um, or just him doing horrible things. By the way, what what an ad- advertising job we're doing for this guy's YouTube channel right now? <laughs> we see the numbers. Let's not, in case it's like stuff uh, that hmm. we can't yeah. you know, promote on a family show. Anyway, he sent me a picture. It's the 150 years commemorative at New Scotland strip. It is. Wonderful Let me show you this Because you know Football kits always divide opinion Don't mm-hmm. they I think there will be a 99% Positive reaction to this Are you happy with that? It's beautiful How nice mean is that, that? mean that genuinely One of the Well the nicest Scotland top I've seen and In I'll a very long what, time The Adidas World Cups next to it are brilliant you see them? They're Adidas. Oh what is wrong with this guy? Yes, there is a pair of football boots in the I corner. Adidas World Cup. It's not really the point. What do you think of the strip? I like the strip. What colours are shorts? 
Uh, it doesn't actually say It's just the top and That's the lovely isn't it It's really tops. nice uh, You could wear that With a nice pair of jeans no, and casual, isn't it? Why does that nice, have to come Into the equation <laughs> Nice pair of jeans Nice pair of white White Air, Air Nike Max what? Air Jordan Whatever oh, they're called He's just went Off tangent here He's went full here, here, I like the sleeves Aye sleeves and collar Very traditional Very navy if you like With the white Round neck collar I'm not good at describing fashion Mm. I'm really testing myself here Um, White Cuffs would we call it that Yes Aye I think so The ends of the sleeves (laughs) Is a cut No a cuff's only if it's at your wrist isn't (laughs) it The end of the sleeves So that would need need to be the the long sleeve version (laughs) I hear that that often I can see you buying that Gordon Well I'll be all over that Yeah Yeah, yeah. Aye I would buy that And the navy stripes round the sleeves as well If there's any going Gold badge That is That's fantastic Mm. I do I like the look of that Yep Send us three yeah, two medium small. What's the address in this place again? <laughs> I don't know what's more laughable than that. Unfortunately, I don't medium. think I can get in a small anymore. And you two, oh my word! Well, yeah, yeah, after that, maybe operation. a couple of X's in there for you two. Doing a ham, doing that strap on the belly, hanging out. I can just see it. Now. Are you seriously going? You going in that much? We could maybe do a, a poll on this on Saturday. It feels like a Saturday discussion. You think that's the nicest Scotland top of your of my life. lifetime? Really? Yes. It's big praise that Yep It certainly is Because there's been some belters in there I'll always like the Euro 96 I was just about to say that there Superb. That was my That's that was my, now my second it? favourite That's so been You think this is better than Aye 100% I don't think many will argue With me on that I would ask you But you don't remember anything I can only so remember just... the yellow one Which and one? I... With loads of yellow ones Well the lighter yellow one I don't know I, I'm not a great yeah, Remembering can, can of that. strips But I do like that I think that would go with A lot of good outfits I mean just Just a quick scroll Because you know what Twitter's like It's an absolute cesspit Of negativity ah, and hatred, hatred Right um, But pretty much Every reply on The, the tweet from Was it I guess The Scotland national team um, Who tweeted it Everyone's just saying That is stunning Brilliant Take my money See I used to be fascinated With this when I was younger Strip designs And growing up And how How's it taking them that long to come up with that simplistic strip? You know, nothing nothing complicated. Same colours, white and blue. But it's gone for the gold badge this time though. Uh, to, you know, for but the, even for the, the, the ends of the years. sleeves as you described <laughs> the them. Ends of the sleeves. Are, are lovely in the core. <laughs> it might be my lowest moment on this uh, show, yeah, you know that. Wasn't your best bet. But, um, but what would you call them? No, I can't get ends exactly. of sleeves at my head, so I don't know. Do you know the worst of it is? Producer Callum gave this really condescending look when I said it. What would you call it? Come on then, buzz my ear. It's not my it's job not to my know job. what he says. That, that's him in a nutshell. Out, he just shirks a challenge. But, um, um, no, I'm, I'm sticking with ends of sleeves. Is there an away one to go with it? I said know? cuff already. Producer Chris is shouting cuff in my ear. I said that as well, for goodness sake. Um, but. Maybe we could have a good argument about that because Hugh, I think, seen two hundred and forty-three different Scotland strips. <laughs> so he'll have uh, an opinion on whether it's the best. William Wilson says they can take my money, no questions asked. Best top for a while. Uh, so we could debate that on on Saturday, I'm sure. Um, right, let's go back to the phone. Simon's on the line. Who is a Kilmarnock fan? How are you tonight, Simon? Are you well? Yeah, I'm not bad. Especially just that conversation you're having. That Scotland top's an absolute beauty. It's nice, so- isn't it? It's the nicest one since the old Tartan one, I think. See, so, um, Simon's uh, of a, a mind like us. I wonder if that's just because we're of a similar vintage then, Mark Wilson. Must be, yeah. Because I'm, you know, yeah. 
I'm trying to think There have been other good ones of course 96 was good Some I think they won a couple of years ago With the, the white sleeves as well you, You've did got you it you like that? See, yeah. lot, I didn't mind it I'm just, just going to get them out of habit But a, a lot of people didn't like that one I like that what, one The Lee Griffiths free kick at Hamden Yeah yeah, I quite Ooh, like don't that. Know about that, Simon. That's not a universally you popular can't even one, is it? Remember it? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think it's been a while since we've had properly good tops. So I, I don't know why we just I don't I don't really like the new one. So I would just take this retro one as our, our home kit from now on. To be honest, I do like it. I know. Anyway, we're off on a tangent. What did you actually phone in about before we got real roaded? Yeah, obviously I've been listening to the show um, about the you've been chatting quite a bit about the relegation battle and things like that. Um, it's really fascinating, obviously not really en- too enjoyable, but it's something I've been a part of in, in recent years, especially in the Premiership. But uh, looking at it, I'm actually feeling quite relatively confident. Livingston on on Saturday wasn't a good performance. I, I can't sugarcoat it in any other way than that. But I don't think it was. You know, horrendous. It wasn't quite one of those performances you walk out of the game being like, you know, oh, that's us relegated. I thought we put up quite a good fight, especially in the second half. It was just that 10 minutes of sort of we didn't settle in the start. And when you do that against a good team like Livingston, they're going to punish you. How does it feel Chris, then? So, oh, sorry. I thought, I thought you were. Uh, I was just going to say, how does it feel in the context of this week? Does the Scottish Cup feel like a, a distraction to the. The relegation fight Or having just been to Hamden Not so long ago You know Are you desperate to get back there? Yeah desperate to get back um, But The Scottish Cup's been The, the only place where we've won An away game this season um, So we've done that At Tynecastle, Which is so frustrating Because you think It's one of the toughest places To go in Scotland They've got a really good team They're quite clearly The third best team in Scotland And we've managed to go there And put them out of the League Cup So you know It's possible We've got a good record Against Dundee United this season Put them out at the cup already, another cup already, beat them the other week. It's I'm looking forward to it, but to be honest, the the league's the the priority as it should be. I think going into it, you know, I saw Kyle Lafferty today signing for Linfield. Not really a surprise given the fact he was released on deadline day. Um but I think our transfer business whilst it was minimal and on the day of transfer deadline day, you know, you want something a bit more, you just want bodies in for the sake of it. But see on the cold sort of light of day I think I would rather have went with what Kilmarnock have done than what Motherwell have done. I think bringing nine players in is going to be so hard to get them ingratiated into the squad with only a short time to go. I think it looks like a scattergun approach. To be honest, there's nobody that Motherwell have brought in that I look and go, oh no, I wish we'd got them. Um, you know, I look at guys like John Obika. To be honest, I'd rather keep Christian Doidge and I'd rather you know Kyle Vassell. Guys who are like getting back to match fitness. I think Motherwell, unfortunately, Gordon, are going along the same lines as when Kilmarnock get relegated. He had a manager who was extremely popular amongst the support. We had obviously Alex Dyer, really, really popular guy, loved amongst the support. Because of that, he probably was given a bit too much time by the board. And by the time they sacked him, it was probably too late and you were already too far down that mire. And, you know, me, I'm honestly touching wood. I hope that happens this year. But, um, yeah, I, I do worry for Motherwell. Um, and I worry for St. John's as well. I think they'll end up dragged into it. But I think it's going to be a really, really horrible end to the season. And I disagree with what Hugh said, though, on uh, the weekend show. He said that he can't see any of us beating the team that finishes in the championship playoff. Having watched quite a bit of the championship last season and having watched a lot of it this season mm-hmm. on the TV and stuff, I don't think they're up to any great shakes either. 
Yeah, I mean, look, there's no, it can clearly go both ways, as you well know, uh, Simon, but it won't surprise you to hear. Hugh's about the only person I've heard say that. That's not to say he's wrong, just mm-hmm. just to, to highlight for the umpteenth time that he is unique sometimes <clears throat> in his opinion. I feel like at the moment, most people do feel that the Premiership team has a very good chance of coming out on top on the, the Championship. But yeah. we've seen it go both ways. It's pretty tough to predict. We all remember going back to Hamilton and Hibbs and... Uh, Simon was in there with uh, Falkirk I remember working in mm-hmm. those games And after the first leg He thought Kelly could have been doomed And they battered Falkirk in the second um, We've seen I'd be more all co- sorts of permutations I'd be more concerned about automatic Right, but this is Simon's point And I'm interested in it Because see when you're not there When you're not at a game And you, you don't get the full sense of it mm. I saw the way the game panned out on Saturday For Kilmarnock and thought They must have been Horrendous And this is a result That's going to make The Kelly fans Feel like they could Get relegated But Simon's telling us That's actually not the case Well it was An unbelievable start Wasn't it For, for Olivier The goals that they scored Were tremendous Caught Kelly cold I watched Kelly midweek Before that Against Dundee United And for 25 minutes um, I thought Dundee United Edged that They missed a penalty Dundee United Crumbled Kilmarnock took the game in them. But they, my problem for Kelly Is they rely too heavily uh, on Armstrong I think with Vassell He looks a good player He is good He's back to goal He's strong He's just He just can't finish at the minute And Dodge I know he scored at the weekend But Is he really going to be your answer? I think strikers at the bottom of this table Are going to get you out of it And Ross County having signed a couple Might be your best bet at the minute Dundee United Have got experience in their side They've got former internationals mm. Still must be down there for a reason though Of I mean, course, it's a big, yeah Big yeah. sample size yeah. now, isn't it? And, and, I'm just games. comparing them Simon might have hit the nail on the head with Motherwell mm. Now in the face of nine players to get a reaction Yeah, I can see why fans would get excited about that But I can see Simon's point That they're thrown together And how do you know you're going to get a tune? That's a big gamble Well, a point. listen I said from day one I thought it would be a difficult year for Kilmarnock I really did Um and it's turned out that way. The biggest problem for me looking at Kilmarnock, they've only scored 21 goals. And I think that you need a striker from now to the end of the season to be the guy that grabs you out that relegation problem. They've lost... It's one more than Ross County. Yeah, but okay. But they've lost 44. And the only other team that's lost more is probably Aberdeen without looking at the sheet. You've obviously looked at it. No, Why no, are you lying? No. So... The, those stats for me right now, they are the ones that put you in trouble. And I don't know if if Kamarnock's got that goal scorer. I remember Lafferty come in at Kamarnock in January and was an instant hit, scored goals. Um, Kamarnock won a good run. They've got good, some good players. I like my ball Armstrong. I really like him. I think he's a very very talented. What did you call him? My ball Armstrong. I would have hated. What do you mean? He just keeps the ball He doesn't pass the ball It's his oh, ball you You're know, basing this on probably one game that you saw But he scored a fantastic goal He did um, um, last week. I just want Because we're short on time Simon How do you feel about The lack of VAR for your cup tie at Tannadice This weekend Is it something that you care too much about We've had a debate earlier in the show No I'm not too bothered I, I'm not really a fan of VAR anyway So anytime it's not there It makes things a wee bit better I do have to say I agree with Gordon My ball Armstrong is pretty much a good description He does that a lot But <laughs> I think what you're talking about goal scorers, um, I think you'll find that we'll have a, a new signing in by the, the weekend. And by all accounts, it's going to be Chris Maguire, ex commander player. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe he'll be the one who, who can get the goals 
There we are. It was interesting. Just that one snapshot. Everyone else was very offended on behalf of the games that don't have VAR uh, this week. But Simon's a Kilmarnock fan, going to another Premiership ground, and couldn't care less. So there we are. That was Simon. Thank you for your time tonight. Uh, right. How about this full time teaser? Looking for the top nine Scottish all time English Premier League scorers. So top of the list is Duncan Ferguson. We're coming down a bit to Kevin Gallagher. Down a bit more to Gary McAllister. Do you want to give you you had a good one? Paul Dickoff. Was that the good one? Well, I, I didn't I didn't fancy it, Mm-mm. to be honest with you. Don't bother. Don't waste my time. I'm going to go back a bit. John Spencer one? No. Uh Charlie Adam? Yes. Stephen Fletcher? Yes. Okay. Snodgrass? Uh yes, actually. So we'll leave it there. And we'll try and get the rest of the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. On the home straight then with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. It's 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB if you want to join in between now and the end of the show. On the full-time teaser tonight, Derek sent us a cracking question in. Uh, it's on the email by the way That's how we get the full time teasers So fulltime at Clyde1.com Email me the, your question over And I will test the pundits with your question And give you the credit you deserve Just like Derek tonight So he wants to know if you can name the nine Scottish All time English Premier League scorers So Kevin Gallagher, Gary McAllister You've given me Duncan Ferguson What else have you given me? Stephen Fletcher, yeah, Charlie, Charlie Adams, Adams Robert Snodgrass, Snodgrass. Okay. Don, Don Hutchison that is a wonderful answer James Thanks. Morrison Equally wonderful answer Boom D- Hold on well Don't direct that equally wonderful answer at him I brought up James Morrison in the break oh, yeah. And well Don Hutchison And he James said that's Morrison's. a good that's James the, the supermarket <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the second day in a row You've done it on Tuesday as well We're a team Right okay you've only got one more to get So we'll get it between mm. now and the end of the show Or will we? Mm. We will find out What about this Curious Creatures has got his pen out Straight away And he's got some poetry For the new Scotland strip No less Like it this, Hold on I need to actually read I nearly made a, a key mistake there I nearly read it out mm. Without proofreading it first Okay uh, You two want to talk Amongst yourselves mm. And we'll see if it's mm. What are you doing this week? <laughs> <laughs> Getting a Scotland strip Mm, no, I, no, I probably shouldn't actually oh, Go for it What's the nah, worst I can harm? There's a bit of innuendo about what Gordon DL gets up to um, on you behind, behind closed doors And the sort of accessories he uses when he when he is behind closed doors <laughs> oh, Maybe I don't Do you know want to I mean? hear that nah, and, and that's just, related to a Scotland trip I know, it's about cuffs and collars <laughs> So <laughs> we'll just leave it there uh, We'll just leave it I think it's for the best <laughs> Don't sound up your street <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just um, <clears throat> never mind. Uh, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there. There is one more Very to get on the, on the. Oh yes, he is. He's a he's a creative man, not Gordon. Curious creatures, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear a bit from Robbie Nielsen, shall we? Because we are looking ahead to the cup games this weekend. And actually, you know, does it kickstart tomorrow at Hamilton against Hearts? Uh, Robbie Nielsen thinks Lauren Shanklin's suspension gives others the chance to shine, including Stephen Humphreys after his goal at the weekend. He thinks they can use the upcoming three midweeks to push on to another level. Yeah, obviously it's disappointing to lose Lawrence, but um, it's hard many to deal with. You know, but we've got guys that have scored goals and guys that have been desperate to get in the team and have been doing well when they do get in the team. So, you know, that's what the squad depth is there for. 
opportunity for somebody to come in and state the claim to, to keep that jersey. He was done the last week, scored a great goal and you know, it's a wee difficult period of injury, you know, and been difficult to kinda of get yourself going, but you know, as a quality player there as we see and he does play for us and you know it's an opportunity. But we've got Gerang, we've got um, Oda, you know, Janelli, different guys that can play in that position as well. We get more time to prepare in between games, you know, now we go play Friday and we get nine days between the next one and then after that we've got fortnight and then we go kind of back to back Saturday. So it allows you to, to get the players fresh, you know, and making sure that the tactics are right as well because you can actually work on it. So, you know, I think hopefully we see us kicking on again. Got an extra quiz question for you. How many times will the Hearts fans shout shoot at oh, Stephen Humphreys when he picks up the ball tomorrow? Yeah. Going to get tiresome after the first ten minutes, but it, seriously, but the best you've seen. Oh, without doubt, the best I've seen. They, just everything about it, the way he picks up the ball, how many United players he's got round him, the pace he's running it, the way he strikes it as well. You know, not just one of these big forty ones. It was an arrow with his weak foot. With his weak foot. <laughs> I mean, terrible. Yeah, terrible. I, think, I, I think that wins it with a weak, weak foot. Uh, Kamarnock was it Kulabali Celtic Park. Ah, was that not a goalkeeping error? Oh, the goalie was never seen again uh, after that one. I was right near was cool Bally. I was right behind that. That that was a funny. Car. That popped up on my social media feeds today. I watched that today. Don't go kind of through the key. It was a brilliant strike, but I'm as Mark not, said, I, did I, that I, not spell the end of Doris DeVries's Celtic yeah, career? I'm not. I'm not it's a terrible comparison. It's, it's not, just brought it's up not great, is do, it? Do you not think so? I thought that no. was a good goal. It wasn't in his own half either. I mean, it was. He was on the touchline, Gordon. Mm, yeah, yeah, okay. Sixty-five no, yards, and it was windy that day. Oh, was, was it? Right, right in his face. Humphreys is a good player, though. Remember when he he made his debut? He looked strong against Rangers, but then they were was it two 0 or three 0 down, and Hearts were at the game. But he gave Barisic a a terrible time. Is that why you know Hearts are a, a looking to press their foot down? Is that the proper third best of the rest? Call it what you want when when you're talking about. Oh, Lauren Shanklin suspended Just Humphreys will get his chance You know, yeah, as, yeah. As We're sort of alluding be, to them He would play anywhere else No doubt about it Outside the top Outside two Outside the top two um, He would play at any other team So it's a chance for him Shows you how strong that heart squad are Robin Nielsen just rhymed off mm. About four players there That he could bring in Instead of Shanklin So they're in a good position At the minute That's why it's going to be hard For John tomorrow I know his team have went Six unbeaten And it's at their place But this Hearts team Are a decent side They'll have real designs on Getting to the Scottish Cup Later stages Obviously trying to win it Gordon won't they For obvious reasons In terms of being One of our Biggest clubs But also having had a great record of Finals in, in mm-hmm. recent seasons You know you On Beat the Pundit Last victory 2011-12 um, But what would that Is it three Out the last Five seasons That must be what it is Is it That they've reached the final Anyway it's, it's close to that that's a, that's a fantastic Level of Consistency yeah, I, to get I, there I think when Look If you're asking Probably anybody Inside Tynecastle You want to try and split The big two Just now that's not happening They have got a very strong squad If you look at even the players uh, I remember doing the show With Andy A couple of weeks ago And the amount of players Quality players That were sitting uh, Injured Not even involved uh, Was incredible So the squad they've got Is very very strong Right now Looking at finishing Third in the league they're always looking to get the cup runs and they'll be looking to get, you know, as close as can to the final or even maybe go and win it because, you know, if the draw's right for them and it's all about the draw, if you miss the, the big two at times and you get to that final, all of a sudden if one yep. takes the other one out, you got a great opportunity. I said this last night, I think, and it was 
a mistake on my part I didn't realise when Ange Postacoglu's press conference was this week But it was tomorrow How do you think he'll react to questions about Leeds? Oh, it's going to be box office I think so I, I will be not, just, I mean, in, just in a comical way I think he'll no, brush it off That's what I mean, I think yeah. he'll brush it off It'll be box office you know, for like the Celtic fans Ah, oh, the Celtic fans, I mean <laughs> <laughs> Not for us For the Celtic fans Who that's what they've became, uh, come to love mm. Just, you know, he sometimes answers questions with some of the media Just in disregard, just bats them away Where other managers previously would be jumping through hoops Maybe arguing uh, or showing they were animated I don't think he's like that I think he'll just say, nah mate, mm. next question Yeah, I mean it's not that it's not that offensive I don't know if there's any reason for him to You know, to do anything other than just Straight shoot at Gordon it's, it's a fairly obvious one You've been linked With the Leeds job this week You know what? What's your reaction to that I don't think that I don't think that's going to upset Ange Postacoglu too much Maybe that's a famous last word mm-hmm. um, And there is As Mark says There's a weird level of focus on just li- Perhaps on some of the answers sometimes But that's, yeah, it's not a hugely controversial question Just is it? listening to His press uh, conference before Gordon I think he knows that's a compliment He's a very clever man uh, Whether he Decides to have a little joke about it I don't know I don't know what sort of mood he'll be in tomorrow But I think he will look at that As a compliment of the job That he's doing just now at Celtic Football Club mm, Right let's finish off this teaser Whatever the answer is We'll play it tomorrow night uh, I am absolutely certain Will you give me one more Of the top nine Scottish all-time scorers In the English Premier League So you've got like Kevin Gallagher, Duncan Ferguson Gary McAllister Charlie Adam Stephen Fletcher You've got Snodgrass Morrison And Hutchison Are you going for McFadden? No No? Not McFadden Okay Hmm Midfield player? <laughs> no What? He's trying to narrow it down John McGinley No <laughs> What a shout that is. Aye Aye No Not bad eh? No we're needing a wee clue Gordon It's the most recent one To make the list Oh. He's the only one on this list That could score in the English Premier League This weekend or whenever John McGinn? Nope Shea Adams? Yes nah. Shea Adams Shea McAdams Thank you very much Mark Wilson And Gordon DL A proper build up Some cup football tomorrow night Hamilton Hearts Then a real look ahead uh, To the weekend's fixtures We'll hear from the likes of Michael Beale Ange Postacoglu And others tomorrow So you won't want to miss it It'll be good to get Hugh Keevan's take on the week's big talking points as well. He'll be alongside Cammy Bell and Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>